Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Yesterday on the show, we had a discussion with State Representative Bill Seitz about a new voting law that is coming into place or at least being worked on in the state house right now. And he spoke to us about what's in the bill, what it stands for, and some of the concerns that people have and why he is in support of such a thing. Now, today I wanted to hear from someone who kind of opposed some of the thoughts in this bill and feels differently about it. So we go to the phone line, bring in state representative Paula Hicks Hudson. Um, State representative, how are you today? I'm good, and how are you doing? Good. I'm I'm doing all right today. Thank you for asking. Um, this bill being introduced by some of your GOP colleagues, what are your thoughts on this bill, State Representative? Well, my thoughts are because one my my main thought is that we need to have a bill that is going to promote uh, voter participation, and unfortunately, some of the provisions in in this bill. Are, are designed to suppress those that participation. And when we look at uh, voting, and the Secretary of State even touts that this last election was a, was a, a pretty seamless election in view of the pandemic, uh, there was, the voting numbers were down. And we need to make it so that people are able to vote and, and remove those barriers. Um, and unfortunately, you know, what uh, my representative, my colleague is saying, we're not really sure what's all in the bill because we've not seen it. We've not seen the actual details of what's being presented. And so that's a concern that I have. And another concern I have is that the very makeup of how Ohio does election is that it is a bipartisan um, work. And this bill, we've not seen it. We've not been able to have any discussion about it. And so that's also a problem for me. Because if it's bipartisan, then we should be at the table when it's being uh, drafted, not giving something that's been give, you know, created in whole cloth. Do you feel as though um, voter, I guess, changes are needed after the previous election? Do you feel that something like this is even necessary, state representative? Um, I think my initial thought is no, because as I said earlier, there were changes uh, that were done to address the pandemic, and I think those were actually good changes. Um, and But I do think that we need to look at ways to improve voting access. So if the bill is designed to do that, uh, that's fine, but from what I'm hearing, and I don't think it is, and and I just have some concerns about it. State Representative Paula Hicks Hudson is my guest this morning on 1480 WHBC. State Representative, what is the next step for you then, and the rest of the Democratic members in the House that feel this way? Well, we're going to do our best to to work with uh, with our colleagues and hopefully be able to make it what uh, I believe Representative Seitz is saying, a, a modernization of our voting processes. Um, 
I, I, I say this all the time, and I think it's very true, that if we are looking at how an, an individual who has a debit card or a credit card is able to go anywhere in the world and, con and be able to conduct a commercial transaction with all of the safeguards that are attached to that particular credit card, debit card, there is no way, there is no reason why we cannot put that same effort into the voting uh, process. Um, and, and we talk about um, the need for security. We have security. Um, and also, I think we need to trust the election officials and listen to them. So my goal is to have opportunities for the real experts to come in and to provide their, their view and their take on what, if there's anything that needs to be done, what needs to be done. Uh, but always, always it's important to keep the voter first, um, not to the convenience of the election officials, but really to the voter and to support the voter in being able to exercise their right to, for their voices to be heard. What does a modernization of a voting bill look like in your mind? What all would go into something like that, State Representative? Well, one of the things I think is is using the technology that is available, what I just spoke about, um, that could provide for opportunities for people to be able to vote more readily. I won't say easy because I think your know, voting is, is such a precious um, act that we have in freedom. But when, often, unfortunately, um, some of my constituents told me that they would have to choose uh, possibly losing their jobs to be able to go and vote. Um, and that's where I'm, I'm concerned with. How do we make it so that is, it is um, uh, something as seamless as, as being able to go to an ATM uh, and being able to exercise your, your right to vote? There are, you know, we have machines available to do that. That's a true modernization. Another idea is uh, what's going on in Oregon, which is universal mail, where if you're registered to vote, then you receive your ballot um, and you fill it out. I mean, you fill out that ballot and you return it. Um, that's modernization. Another way of modernization is that rather than uh, what the bill talks about is automated, uh, it's not automatic, but automated voting um, registration at the B. You know, you have to opt in. What about if I'm, a, if I'm of age registered voter um, and I, or I want to register at a B&B, &B. They, they, they have information, my identification, they are able to verify who I am. Why is it these extra steps that you have to do? Um, there, you know, if you're asking for an absentee ballot, why do you have to send something in writing to get it back? Why can't I just go online and request an absentee ballot? So those are some of the ideas just, you know, I can probably go on and on off the top of my head. That's true modernization. But when you're requesting two forms of ID, that takes a step, step backwards. Um, and there's some, you know, for example, when I vote early, they are requesting now that you use, uh, if you have a driver's license or a state ID. I've never had to really use my driver's license. I've always given my, the last four digits of my social security number and my signature, uh, which is what's in the poll books. That should be sufficient enough for identification. But those are some steps that I think are regressive, not progressive. 
State Representative Paula Hicks Hudson, my guest this morning on 1480 WHBC. State Representative, I appreciate the time. I appreciate uh, all of your thoughts this morning on this and appreciate you sharing what you think can be done to improve something like this moving forward. And thank you for reaching out, you know, to have a, a balanced uh, discussion about about this very, very important issue for all of us. So thank you for inviting me to speak. State Representative, I appreciate the time. We'll do this again soon. Thank you. Take care. You too.